the more I learn about people, the more I begin to learn about myself. <clears throat> a friend of mine, Nick, once said that what I see on the outside, I already awaken on the inside. And then the corollary of that, Robert Dill said, was what I've awakened on the outs inside, I have begun to see on the outside. So, well, the more I learn about people, the more I learn about myself. Um, and when I say myself, if you break myself down, I am everything from neurons or further down to the atomic level to the highest level, which is my narrative. My behaviors, my similarities, and my differences with people. Also, when I learn about people, I learn how I get along and how I conflict with people. This conflict is what we will call and understand as psychological difficulties. Well, we just spoke about similarities and differences which we have with people or rather in context with people or between the behaviors or in the relations with people. So similarities, I'd like to speak a little on similarities. You know, these similarities are good to speak to. It's good that we have similarities. And when I say similarities, it helps me because we speak the same language. Now, similarities in behaviors or in context or with people does not mean that they are identical. Similarities don't mean identical. Well, you need the gap sufficient enough for you to negotiate between two people so that you can reach a common place. You see, that's when you are able to meet people at their map, to know their boundaries, to know their negotiables and to know their non-negotiables. But if this gap is so high, then how are we going to bridge this? How are we going to build the bridge and how are we going to reach the other person? Not possible. Well, the behaviors that I have with somebody will show me the similarities and the differences. And like I said previously, we will have differences in the similarities and we may also have similarities in the differences. Well, talking of the differences, that's what gives us the exposure to diversities. So not just people from two regions are diverse, not just there is diversity in culture, there is diversity amongst each of us at all time. So this diversity that we talk about is not just in the noun of geography or culture or um, attitude or personality, it's in the behavior, it's in the perception, it's in the response, both, right, the implicit and the explicit. So what is this creature called behavior? Well, behavior has two parts. It has the explicit part and it has the implicit part. Well, if you look at this diagram, you will see that behavior in the explicit side has language and language in turn will have semantics, uh, it will have syntax, well, it will have sequencing, it will have metaphors and it will have all of those things. Well, the second explicit part of behavior is the somatic expressions, the body, the breath and all of that, which we did in the reading group first. Uh, chapter, right? The first lecture. Um, and then we have idiogenic expression, which is exclusively unique to just me or that particular person. It's, it's a part of their individual journey. It's a very unique trademark. It's their style. And on the implicit side, when you look at behaviors, we are talking of the map of the world. What are the things that they believe is true? The values, the belief systems, the way they've represented the world, the way they have their archetypic structures and movements and metaphors and all those definitions. And again, the quality of their inner world. What's the texture? Is it bright? Is it dim? Is it far? Is it near? Is it loud? Is it soft? Is it rough? You know, all these aspects that we do. Now, um, there is to understand that how have people held their truths because that is what motivates them to behave and that is what enables them to reach their urges or to bounce from there. So there is unity in diversity and it's these differences that makes us possible to evolve. Imagine if we didn't have different people having different viewpoints in this world, of this world, we would have all of us speaking one language. We wouldn't have multiple languages. 
our world view would have been so low resolution. So well, there is merit in putting up with the idiogenic behaviors of other people because a lot of complex problems can be solved as a process of of opposing processes. You know, this world is a complex place with plenty of options and more than what is available in our map. That means the chaos meets the order, the order meets the chaos, the dreamer meets the critic, and so on and so forth. Because our maps are low resolution, we will always miss the gorilla. Remember that experiment of the invisible gorilla? We'll always miss the gorilla. The issue of diversity is more profound. It's more profoundly diverse than what we might have even considered because we ourselves are diverse in many context, in many communication, in many, many conversations, in many relations. It just keeps changing and we cannot be awake to the blindness that's within us. We cannot be awake to that because there are things that are continually present through our absent because the world is constantly, continuously and simultaneously presenting itself so differently to me than it is presenting to you at the same time. That means even though it looks like we are both in the same place at the same time, in the same context, we are both inhibiting two different worlds simultaneously at all times.